What's good, family? It's your boy, Just Blaze, host of the best NBA pod in the game, Above the Rim. Keep it locked each week and join myself and a special guest as we tackle the latest rumblings in the league. If it's happening in the NBA, you know I got you covered. Make sure you subscribe on all platforms and leave that five-star review. Let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a problem. We have a problem. Ladies and gentlemen, we have problems. There is no way around this. There is no way to sugarcoat this. Based on two things that have transpired in the last 24 hours. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a problem. Talk about it. You are now tuned in to Above the Rim. family welcome welcome to another edition of above the rim episode 90 brought to you as always by your honorable host it's your boy justin aka just blaze we back at it again for another installment of the best nba pod in the game and i brought two of my good homies here two friends of the show i might add here tonight to close out the uh regular season here with me First off, of course, you're familiar with both of them. First off, my guy, Damo. Yo, 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 what's up, man? <laughs> Who um, the family has a lot of smoke for. I heard. With your uh, LaFail tactics and your LaFail smoke that you brought. Man, I guess I, I got to be called the Braun Prophet or something, man. Because I, I, I be saying these things way ahead of time. And then I get, on, I get all the smoke for no reason. I don't know, man. <laughs> Come on. Y'all fans need to y'all y'all bronze sexuals need to come to the realization, man. Mmm, the realization. <laughs> and also, I got my homie Bello Reeb in the building. What's good, brother? You already know. Three to the head. I'm back. <laughs> I tell you, and um, also, family, make sure you go out and go check out um Reem show as well. Let's talk sports. Let's TV. talk sports. You too. Shot the pilot. More to come. Mmm. Make sure you go check that out. And um, as always, family, you can find above the rim. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether that be iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, YouTube, lineups.com. To get in contact with your boy, you can hit me up and follow me on Twitter at JustBlaze underscore 513. IG is JustBlaze513. On Facebook, search Above the Rim Podcast. Email the show as well, above the rim NBA podcast at gmail.com. Call out the talk about it, talk about it line as well. If you have any feedback, you already know. Leave your boy a voicemail, 908-718-1592. So, fellas, without further ado, closing out 2018-2019 NBA regular season. The real season begins. Mm, it's about damn time. Real season. It's um As a whole, really quick, before we jump into a ream, I'm going to start with you. How exciting would you say this regular season was was it more than you better than you expected or, or how you feeling about the season as a whole um it was not really surprising about the city this the season most of the teams that was supposed to be there you know really made it they 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 said lebron wasn't gonna make the playoffs so he's mm. gonna be eighth, and it, that happened mm. so you know what i mean pretty cut and dry with, with the season uh, i liked everything that went on Without a lot of turmoil, you know, hard and gunning everybody down. I feel like there was a little bit of extra drama this year. It was a little spicy though, a little bit this season. I think the I think the refs 
built a lot of turmoil between teams and mm. animosity. Tensions than, were high. Yeah, because you can't really get emotional in the game no more. But they still do, though. They try. They try. They, they try. try. <laughs> they try. They pump fake. Miss punches. A and lot of homie backs. There's yeah. a couple of those. Yeah, 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 true, true, true. They make attempts. They make <laughs> meet, meet me in the back. Meet me in the back. There's a bunch of homie backs. But um, wait, who did Devin? The ultimate homie back was um Devin Booker and um who was it? Was it Jang? Georgie Jang? Oh yeah. Oh, when yeah, he yeah, ran yeah, into yeah, the top. yeah. Yo, memo to all NBA players. <laughs> Come so on, man. Leave yeah. Serge Ibaka alone. Oh, leave. He's oh, not yeah. playing, Serge. He got that Congo hold. He's, <laughs> he did, he did, he did. So I'm not gonna lie, man. This season was uh, it was topsy turvy, I guess. But like Damo said, man, it's the real season is 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 now. It's time for that, man. So um, this episode we're gonna be getting into our season awards, and we might as well dive in right now. Start off first, coach of the year, fellas. Coach of the year. I'm 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 gonna start everyone off here. I feel like there's a couple of uh main candidates for coach of the year. We got Budenholzer. We got Doc Rivers, we got Nate McMillan, we got Mike Malone, we got Kenny Atkinson. Those are a couple of the top candidates. And um, for me, I think ultimately Budenholzer is going to win Coach of the Year because this team, the Milwaukee Bucks, had the biggest improvement out of everyone in the league. They won 60 games this year. They got the number one seed in the NBA, so you got to give them love there. But me, fellas, my Coach of the Year for this year, I got to give it to Kenny Atkinson and BK. I got to give them to him, man. You know what? I got to show BK some love because I wasn't expecting them to make the playoffs at definitely all. Not. I definitely had them in, like, the 10 seeds, scratching and clawing. them lottery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fiending for, for, for a draft pick. But I've been watching the um, the growth and, like, the maturity in, like, the past two years. And I do feel like everyone on that team has taken a, a step forward and, and they've all matured in that they're learning how to win together. You know, sometimes it means a little bit more when you see a team grow together and learn how to win together. So, and I go to a lot of Nets games too, so I actually see the growth in between them. And see how hard they play. Yeah, and I, I like what they're doing. So for me, my coach of the year, I gotta give it to Kenny Atkinson. So Damo, I'm gonna start with you, coach of the year. That was the, I, I, I was thinking about Kenny Atkinson. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he was definitely one of my picks. I'm slowly becoming a Brooklyn Nets fan. Mm. You know, especially since it's the home team. Tell him. Um, but my my coach of the year um, is Nate McMillan. Mm. Uh, to him, man. Okay. I Tell mean, me you, why. You lose your star player, and you still got them guys going out there balling hard. I got to give it to Nate McMillan, man. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Nate McMillan. So do you feel like... Um, is it because of what he did after Oladipo left, or even while he's with Oladipo? I just, I just feel like the the culture that he that he put within Indiana. I think I I had to give it to him off, off of that. You know what's crazy? You got a like a soft spot for Indiana. Yeah, you, I, oh, you see that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Reem, I came here two two seasons in a row. Like he always say on the opening episode, he's always picking Indiana to make the playoffs when they when nobody picked them to make I the playoffs. Know. I think I think I think not a lot of people is paying attention to them, man. They got something brewing over. You got there. a fetish for Indiana? A little something, <laughs> something, man. A little something, something. Remo, what's going on? It's coach of the year, man. I'm actually have to agree. Mm. I, I had I had Nate, Nate McMillan down as well. Nate. The only reason is because they they lost Oladipo midseason, before before the All Star break, and everybody said, "Oh, they're gonna tank." They sustained and he, it. And you know what's? I'm sorry to cut you off. You Damn. know what's crazy? It's like you know they lost poor George. You expected them to, all right? They're gonna go down, probably be a lottery team or something. Then they lose Oladipo. You thinking the same thing? Like you just said, they probably gonna dip down in the standings. 
and they just still there, like in the mid tier of, of teams. Yeah, not not even they they were they were top three, four for majority uh, of the, the season. But I think they were. I like what Nate did with empowering his players because you know Oladipo fell. They plugged in um, Wesley Matthews, Wesley really? Matthews, yeah. and that he coming off of Achilles and. You wouldn't even notice because you're giving three and D. Then they got Sabonis playing good. Bogdanovich. Oh, he's balling. He's, been he's balling. hooping. Sabonis he's hooping. too. Sabonis. 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 And Turner was out for some time as well. True. So you know what I'm saying? So, so, so fellas, Reem, I'm gonna start with you. So no love for Doc Rivers up there in LA. No, you know what? You know what? He he's done amazing as well. Mm. Because you know you got rid of probably your most productive player in Tobias. Mm-hmm. And then actually sustained it when everybody thought, you know... They actually went higher a seed after that, yeah, actually. Sh- shout out to uh, <coughs> my man that, that the Lakers let go. Zubak. Zubak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talk about it. <laughs> Zoo. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I, so, I definitely so, agree with the Doc thing, too, because I, I was thinking but, about him, too. See, well. I, I got... I have Doc higher than Nate McMillan on my, like, coach of the year, right? Because I feel like he's doing... Conference? Yeah, he's in a tougher conference, and I feel like... You know, I always say Doc Rivers is like a leader of men. I always say that. I, to me, I feel like he's the best, like, leader type coach in the NBA. Because I feel like he is like a, <clears throat> even though, <clears throat> excuse me, they have veterans on that roster. <clears throat> pardon me. Um, they still look at him as like a father figure. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no matter how old they are. So I feel like you have to have a certain, like, a certain cachet as a coach to, in order for players to, all for all of them to respect you in that manner. So I got to give them some love for that. And, I didn't have the Clippers making the playoffs this year either. I think that more comes with like respect for as a player coach because you mm. know when they when they once play the game they they can relate to a lot of that True. The struggles and you know what I mean being gritty. Well, what Doc does and what Nate Robinson does they have I mean, Nate Nate McMillan they have players that buy into their roles. Mm. They don't no, Nate McMillan's a players coach as well. He played in the league. True. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They they don't have players that play outside of their abilities. Mm. Everything that they're good at, they home in on that. Mm. They that's even fi- they even found a, a, a home for Doug McDermott. Yeah, Dougie McBuckets. That's a good point. Like um, like you always say, finding yeah. players um, you know, players finding a a, a, a star, star, star in their role. role. Yeah, Doc Rivers yeah. instituted that, and this, yeah. you see the same thing with Nate McMillan. So yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. Nate McMillan train. Okay, fellas, check All us right. out. Check us out. All right, I'm not mad at that. So moving on, Rookie of the Year. <laughs> This is another interesting award, and there's a heavy debate going on uh, in this award. We got, um, obviously, it's going to be either Luka Doncic or it's going to be Trey Young. Luka's giving you 21-7-5 this year. Trey's giving you 19-8-3 this year. Um, I'm going to let somebody else start first, because I feel like everybody already knows we my know pick, so I'm going to give the facts. Remo, I'm going to start with you. Rookie of the year, who you got, brother? Rookie of the year. It should be the first co-rookie of the year since, what, 95? Mm, what, uh, Grant Hill and Jake Grant, Yeah, I think so. Mm. The reason for saying that, Luka came out the gates killing. Mm-hmm. But towards, after All-Star break, he really tilled off. A little before, too. You know what I'm saying? A couple injuries. Really yeah, he, he, he did, did a little he bit. He caught some triple-doubles here and there. Yeah, but, yeah. but my issue with him is he gets the, the numbers, but then in a, on the negative, he, there's a lot of turnovers involved in that. A lot of shots. And they stopped winning. They're not winning at all. They, 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 after he started performing, and he said, all right, you know, we're going to give you the ball. Get out. Dennis Smith, get out of here. A lot tailed off after that. Mm. So then now Trey Young, 
the second half of the season, he was a fireball. He's scorching. He was a fire. He fin- he was a good finisher in the fourth quarter. Sure his number was his numbers were amazing. <clears throat> Free throws is always good. He's a good floor general. So the trade that happened between those two actually looked like it broke even. Mm, looks like a win-win to me. Yeah, but no, no, Atlanta probably won because they got a great they got player another pick and a pick and a pick this year. You know what I'm saying? Damo, rookie of the year for you, Damo. I wanted to say the same thing Cody Williams said <laughs> with the co MVP. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm gonna go with Luka Doncic, man. Oh, spice. Like, I'm I'm gonna go with Luka Doncic, man. I just it's just something about him, man. He just got that. I'm not saying that Trey don't got it too, mm-hmm. but I mean the dude's averaging twenty seven and five. Mm-hmm. I had to give it. I'm gonna just give it to him based off the numbers alone, because bo- to me both of them. They broke even, but I'm gonna give it off. I'm gonna give it to Luca off the numbers alone. Mm, off, okay, off, off, the, yeah. off the numbers or off the hype? Off mm. the numbers, off the numbers. Ooh, off a, no, I can't say hype. Off the numbers lived, and hype. He lived, he lived up to the hype. <laughs> I'm just saying the numbers are pretty similar though. Not, not are they? Twenty-one seventy-five for Luca, nineteen eighty-three for Trey Young, nineteen and eight, eight assists, and three assists. What is it? And three, three rebounds. Three rebounds. Three rebounds. Luca's twenty-one point seven rebounds, small but Luca's six-eight. Remember that. Play small forward as well. Um. I'm not mad at that. I'm not. I'm not mad at at, at both of y'all. I mean, I think y'all already know who I'm choosing by now. I think the world probably knows. But I gotta give Lucas some love. He had um 13 games of 2010 and five. I think the only rookies to ever do that are Larry Bird and Blake Griffin in their rookie year. So that's uh phenomenal. But he did like Reem said. Up. Reem brought up a, a good point. He had the highest rookie usage rate, I think, of all time this year. Um, yeah, no, 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 I trade Luka Doncic. Luka. Yeah, so his usage rate was very high. So he was putting up over 20 shots a game to get those stats that he was getting. Mm-hmm. A lot of rookies don't have that opportunity, but great, I mean, great, excuse me, uh, Trey sort of grew into his role so he can uh, uh, have more playmaking duties and he can command more uh, more of the possessions in the offense. So I think he got better. And if Luka wins, he's going to be the only the second foreign-born player to win, win rookie of the year. I didn't realize Powell won it also. And I'm um, 0-2. That was the only one. Don't, don't go too far from there. From what? what you just said about mm-hmm. usage rates, right? Mm-hmm. His numbers aren't that far off from, from my man, Ice Trade Gang, right? Ice Trade Gang, <laughs> but baby. But the, the issue that <clears throat> they traded away... They traded away... Uh, Who? Harrison, Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes, Dennis Smith Jr. They traded away uh, the dude that just went to... Uh, Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews. Those are all shooters right there. Mm-hmm. Who else going to shoot the ball? He's getting so much more shots per game. Well, he gets all the shots. He he, he really... rebounds the ball, comes down, dribbles the ball himself, then shoots. He does. He has the highest future mm-hmm. rate. But, I mean, I got to go with Ice Trey because to me personally, I think Ice Trey is the better playmaker. Even though Luka is a great playmaker. Because I'm not going to lie. He he does know how to command the offense. He does. He does. And because he's a bigger body, he can guard bigger guys and also... Bigger guys have to guard him as well. So there's also, there could also be uh, matchup adjustments there as well. But I feel like to me, Trey is the more dynamic player in my point of view because his uh because of his deep range and also what his quickness as well people sleep on his um his finishing ability for Trey Young because he can't finish at the rim for a lot of people that think he's too small or whatever I think he can but to me I mean it's really a case of like apples and oranges man because both of these rookies obviously are phenomenal and I wouldn't be mad if they got 
co-rookie of the year this year because I, I think, think, I think like both of them said, deserve it. I'm not going to lie. I think that needs to happen, man. We need to have a co-rook. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at that if they get... And, and him and um, Oscar Robinson are the only rookies to reach uh, 1,500 points and 600 assists in the same season. Mm-hmm. And he, had, he already had eight games of 30 and 10 assists already in the league. So that's really tough to do for a rookie to be that great of a, a a ball handler, distributor, and a shooter all at one time. So you got to give Trey some love. Amongst men like and you. a leader. Yeah, so I got to give both of them. I won't be mad at a, at a co-rookie of the year. I'm not going to lie. I won't be mad. So I guess co-rookie of the year. Um, defensive player of the year. Moving on. <laughs> I think this is, to me, this is a weird kind of award for me because I feel like this one could go like many ways and I feel like defensive player of the year is like a matter of preference kind of in a way so i'm gonna start off here for me my defensive play of the year might be a little blasphemous mm-hmm. i'm going Giannis mm. for def- <laughs> <laughs> for defensive player of the year i mean there's only two players in nba history that's one defensive player of the year and mvp in the same year it was um jordan and hakeem the dream so, but I don't think a prelude. I don't think Giannis is gonna win MVP. So I'm giving him Defensive Player of the Year because I feel like he earned that a little bit more Defensive Player of the Year because his team is top five in the league, the best defense, top five in both categories. The only team with that, he's probably the best perimeter defender in the league. He can guard positions one through five, and he's probably the best, if not one of three of the best uh, rim protectors in the league also. You've seen in that last game when he was playing Embiid, he was blocking Embiid's dunks at the rim with aggression yep. just by his length. So I got to give Giannis some love there. And I think he's a matchup nightmare on the defensive end. I think he can guard any person in the league, any single person in the league, on the perimeter, in, on the block, anywhere you go. So I'm going to have to give it to Giannis for how he changed the game. And if you look at the team, the Milwaukee Bucks, they don't really have a lot of great defensive players on that squad. Mm-hmm. Brooke Lopez is not really a stout defender. He could block some shots, but he can't rebound. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bledsoe, he's a solid defender. Middleton, they're solid defenders, but no one in there is a lockdown defender. So how do they have the number one defense in the league? To me, it's because of Giannis. So that's why I'm going to give him defensive player of the year. So Damo, defensive player of the year. What you got, brother? <laughs> I'm going back to Indiana again, man. What? Yeah, I'm going with Miles Turner, man. Oh, wow. Miles Turner. I got to give it to the boy, the young boy, man. The Indiana fetish. <laughs> he is, though. He is a shot. Defensive player of the defensive year? Defensive player of the year, man. It's time to award them somebody in Indiana. Wow, but what makes you think he deserves defense? I mean, the Indiana's what top five in the league in defense too. I think they're top three, I believe. He's a defensive. He's he's to me, he's establishing himself as a defensive presence, and you know, like that, like a DeAndre Jordan, like he's that he's that defensive leader of the team. Mm. I, I, I'm starting to see him, you know, trend in that direction. So I, I would give him, I would give him the, the nod for the defensive player wow. of the year. But so you think that a player can be defensive player of the year and never be an All Star because he was never an All Star. Mm, you think about that. I didn't think well, about that. Was but... was Rudy a, a All Star? Gobert? Nope. Oh yeah, no. Wait, was he, he had to be All Star one year? I don't know. I don't know. That's that's actually a he good was, point he was also crying, as well. Remember, he was <laughs> crying. That, <he> didn't get <laughs> that was this year. That was this. <laughs> and he's and he's in the runnings for uh, I believe yeah. defensive player. Yeah, the he's so. definitely in the runnings. I thought I thought he was going there and then Rudy Gobert around. No, mm, no, thought no, he was no, a stifled yeah. tower route. <laughs> Reem, what about you? Defensive player of the year. 
Man, I'm gonna have to piggyback with you. I had Giannis. Mm. And the reason I went Giannis is it's more for the fact that he does so much uses rage on offense with scoring, rebounding, assisting, and still comes back down on the other side and play the ball. He can mm. play any position, yes. like you said. But I bought some stats. 1.3 steals per game, mm. which is one of the highest of the league. And then you're going against a guy like, a, say, like a Rudy Gobert. He's averaging 2.1 blocks a game. At the, what is he, a 3-4 Giannis? Yeah. Give him a 3-4-5, whatever you want to put him at. He's 1.5 blocks per game. With everything else that he does on with the court. 27 which, with 12 rebounds. Yeah, with six which is six. amazing. Which is amazing for somebody. Like, I don't have enough energy to go down and play. The, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, true. It's just nuts. Like, it's, it's not. And he no, really plays defense. Yeah. Too. He Listen, the little he guys. Gets, he gets it all. He up? chases you down. The little guys, they, they can't shoot over him. He blocks three-point shots. Mm. I'm saying he gives full effort. So I'm gonna throw out some names here because you guys didn't um, think of him at all. Paul George, nobody's giving him any love. I, I, I really like I really like Paul George, but in the league in steals, yeah, and he's a hell of a one-on-one defender because mm. he he picks people's he picks the cookies out of people's pockets. He does like off the dribble, and that's hard in the NBA. He guards, yeah, I think he guards hard and the best in the league of any individual defender, Paul George. Yeah. Every time I watch OKC play Houston, Paul George really, def- he gives Harden problems because he can't really bully him or nothing like that. And then he's long too yeah. as well. He's one of the one of the league defenders in uh, deflections as well, right? Yeah, definitely. Both of them is like one and two, yeah. Harden and Paul George. And it steals one and two. Paul George impressed me, man. I told you, like I said, I, I must be putting playoff P out there or something, man. Playoff P? time I talk bad. He ain't looking like play- so looking like playoff P right now, but yeah, kinda, I, I, know. I don't know. He looked like he little a little slump right now, but he activated so, he activated playoff P too early. Too early. <laughs> <laughs> he released it too early. He right? did, he did. No love for Kawhi, Kawhi Lennon. Mm. Mm. He's just not a sexy pick for me. Though. <laughs> I don't know. Like, something with the cornrows, new bells, mm. something mm. turned me off. You don't, you're not feeling them Kawhi twos? I don't know, man. <laughs> not feeling them Kawhi highs. He's like, he, he reminds me of like a gym teacher, man. Yeah, he do, he do, man. Yeah, no nah, swag. It's a yeah. no for me, brother. Mm, no love for Kawhi. Okay, okay. And um, Rudy Gobert also as well. Joel Embiid, he was also one of the candidates that a lot of people have for defensive player of the year. I think he's leading the league in blocks or top three in blocks. He's averaging 13 rebounds, 27, 27, 13 in like two blocks. Uh, I don't, maybe, mm. but I don't, you know, mm. not on my radar. Okay. One, of the, one of the honorable mentions that nobody really discusses, uh, Mr. Drummond out there in Detroit. Mm, Mr. Drummond. He's pretty solid, man, at the oh. rim. Is he? But to me, sometimes he could be like a like a fake rim protector. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a big body. He's a big in there. body. He's a big he's body. A, he's, just, he's a good help defender to but, me. But nobody dunks on him. Nobody bodies him. True. True. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really recall him getting like yammed on like that. But Drummond, though, are you really scared of Drummond at the rim right yeah, there? Like, I'm not really. You get what I'm saying? Drummond. Like I, I'm checking more for Miles Turner. At the rim before I'm checking for Andre dunked on though. Like, he gets dunked on. <laughs> Miles Turner did get banged on before, didn't he? Takes Plenty of time. <laughs> oh, well, the players always go take out. What's the What's the dude in um from the Nets with the with the uh, oh Jared Allen? Oh, Jared, yeah, the Jared fro, Allen. the fro. I, I like him. He's a, he, he should be in have some consideration. Not maybe not number one, but top top yeah. five. Jared Allen and, and uh, the Knicks got a, a young boy too. Uh, Mitchell Robinson also as well. Yeah. yeah, he could also ball. He I think he's gonna be a nice solid center too. Yeah. Definitely. DJ, um, DJ 2.0. Word. Most improved, fellas, moving on. I feel like 
that's another interesting mm. category with a lot of candidates. This has been a lot of improvements. A lot of improvements throughout the year. We got um some of them. We got a uh, matter of fact. I'm not even gonna say them. Who? Dom, I'm gonna start with you. You look like you itching right now. <laughs> ready. He most ready. improved player. I'm around this off. Most improved player, Damo, Who you got? Season awards. Most improved player, man. Um. At first, I wanted to give it to to Julius Randle, but mm. they didn't make the playoffs. I mm. can't give it to him. I gotta give it to D'Lo, man. Oh, I gotta give, I gotta give it to D'Lo. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Hoodie I gotta give it to him, man. Okay, tell me what the boy. Not only is he most improved, but it's like he reinvented himself. Mm. You know, he got casted out of LA. <clears throat> you know, everybody was labeling him a snitch. You know Ball what I mean? Control. <laughs> <laughs> The, the boy, I don't know, man. He got ice in his veins, man. He's been he's been clutch. He's showing he could be a leader. Mm. He's closing games. Yes. I'm feeling the boy D-Lo, man. He's the most improved to me. Wow. Interesting. Ray, what you got? Yo, I don't know I what's guess. going on. Yeah. He put the he put the spell on me too today, bro. Damn. But, but, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with D-Lo as well. I, I went with D-Lo. Mm. I just like that he wasn't even seen as, you know, a team player because the reason that he was traded. They, they, they casted him away, and they they left him, him out the dry. They talked crazy about him yeah, they on did. his arrival. They did. And the fact that he used that and just performed without even talking, without the media frenzy, mm-hmm. he just came out, first-time All-Star. Yeah, well-deserved. He's a clutch player because he takes the big shots. And he owns the, the I do like that. And he owns when he misses in the big moment as well. True. I so, do see a lot of maturation out of him, though. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he, he definitely did. But... You, you see, one problem mm-hmm. that I have with D'Angelo Russell when the most improved, because I don't have him as my most improved, but the reason why I feel like he shouldn't be most improved is because y'all forgetting this man was the second was the second overall pick. To me, you're you sh- you are becoming with what they drafted you to be. You get what yeah, I'm I saying think, right now? I think that whole situation out there, you know, messed with his head. You know, his 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 maturity. I think that messed with him, man. That wasn't on. That wasn't. But if he was that, if he was that great of a player over there in L. A., then they would have never got rid no, of no, him. No, no matter what problems all the had, they would have got rid of Nick Young. He never got the shares though. First off, wow, he, he had for, the reins. He was the starting no, point guard. He came in with Kobe. Kobe was still there when he came in. Yeah, true indeed. But Kobe's taking sixty yeah, shots a game. So, you, <laughs> so, so he was on his retirement so tour. There. So then you're telling me then that the reason why he's playing this well on the Nets is a matter of opportunity. He got the chance to run. To, to run. They he gave him. They gave him a team. Keys. So then, is it is it most improved then? From from it, his prior numbers, from his prior activity. Okay, so number it's an improvement in terms of production. You guys yeah. are giving it to him, so you feel like he produced more, and because he got the Nets in the playoffs, and because he got um, his I first All Star appearance. I got that too, but not only just the, that, it's just the you know him reinventing himself. You know, like he just he had, it's just a whole. Nother I don't feel aura. like he reinvented himself. I feel like he got a whole other aura about him. Yeah, now. he's fine. He's finding he's finding the dimes. Yeah. He's choosing when to shoot the ball. Okay. Rather than just putting up, because before he just used to catapult them and just just to get his numbers up. I'm not gonna lie. I, I mean, I just gotta keep it a buck. I'm, I I can't. I gotta keep. The, I gotta keep the same energy. I've never been a D'Lo fan. I always think his game is the game is a little weak to me. It's a little robotic to I, me. I, I like it though. Yeah, I mean, I you like know, it's smooth. He's you know, you know. I guess you know why I'm. I'm not I, hating on the boy though. I'm not hating on him. He balling. I like it he's because he good. he plays at his pace though. He does because he, he doesn't. Does. He's, his game is not. 
owned on athleticism in today's game. It's more skill. He's a smooth brother. Mm. He reminds me sort of like a Joe Johnson kind of. He is crafty. crafty. He is crafty. He could post up. He's crafty. He could shoot. He could pass. Mm. And he stood the ball a couple of times. Okay. So, sixth man of the year for me. I think I know oh, what you're going with. <laughs> who was your most improved? Oh, shit, my bad. Not six man. Most improved, my bad. I got to go with my man Montrez. Montrez Harold up there in L.A., L.A. Clippers. I got to mm, give him some love because I... Black beast. <laughs> <laughs> he is, yo. I feel like him and Lou Willville are the sole reasons that the L.A. Clippers are in the playoffs right now. And I watch a lot of Clippers games. When he comes off the bench, he really should be starting, by the way. But I know why Doc puts him off the bench because he has him for energy purposes. Yeah, he's starting his role. But the, he he went from 10 points per game last year to 16 points per game, 16 and a half points per game, uh, coming off the bench and, <clears throat> excuse me, an eight rebounds. So, and it is a, he had plenty of 30-point games he's had this season. And he really comes off the bench and dominates the, uh, the opposing big, whoever he's playing against. And now they have Montrez and Zubak playing over there, two big bodies over there for the Clippers. I actually really like that combo of big men. So, and I just like Montrez's game, and I feel like I like the energy. And he he is a very productive player in, like, limited minutes. So that's why I got to give him love. And I feel like he's improved in that way. And I think he's going to earn himself some money in his uh, next contract, Montrez. Doc Rivers would definitely get you a contract. Boy. Definitely would. What about um, Pascal Siakam over there? Most improved. I, I think he's he's probably the that's, sexy pick for that's it. a big yeah. lunch. He made a big lunch. I yeah. didn't even he know who from, he was last he year. From, he went from seven, average of seven points per game to 17 a game. A whole 10 points higher. You know what's uh, sneaky? I, I like uh, Joe Harris mm, from the Nets. From the Nets. Not bad. Won a three-point contest. I'm not, not mad. What about um, Zach Levine? <clears throat> Most improved play. Like he went from yeah. 16 points to 24 points per game. I have him just because he's on following he's, he's on the wrong team. Mm. That's what it is. Mm. That's what messing Zach up Levy. his case. Yeah, he's on the wrong team. What about Derrick Rose? Most improved. <laughs> Most improved. Yeah, uh, I don't know because he when he was on the Knicks, he was averaging 18, 18 a game. He's more. He's like, averaging 18 again. It's just loud. It's a little. It was a little louder. I think because of that fifty point game. <laughs> 50, yeah, you know. Okay. Okay. Because he, oh, he, he threw him overseas. He kind of tailed. He off. did. He did. He did. Um, Buddy Hield. What about him for mm, most improved? He went from thir- thirteen points per game to twenty points per game. Now, Buddy Hield. He's the number one scorer over there in Sacramento. Yeah, he's right now. He's made an improvement, I think. And um, what about De'Aaron Fox? Yeah, he's open. He's open. He's open right now. Like him. Do you see? So right now, ten years. Who's better, Zoe or De'Aaron Fox? De'Aaron Fox. No, but you know what? Mm. I'm gonna say the jury's still out. Whatever on that you one. think. I'm gonna say I said ten years. Who you think is because, better? Because I, I can see Lonzo. You know that that whole splitting with the BBB and you know that ball control is off his back now. I don't know. Mm. You might see a different Zoe. So the big I'm gonna give away. it one more season to see. Mm. But right now. De'Aaron Fox, Sacramento looking like they got a bright future out there. Okay, okay. Remo, 10 years. Who's better? <sighs> I like Fox. Mm. He's just, his motor is a little bit different. And, you know, he it has is. that he has that, that killer switch. That killer instinct, man. Yeah. Love. I don't know if Lonzo has Lonzo. I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna keep that same energy. I'm keeping with Zoe, man. I think Zoe's same gonna be a better player, man. You know, I'm all about it, man. Because I think he's gonna be. I think he's a better playmaker already. I it's mean, where he lands, though. Ah, yeah, but you see what's crazy? I don't think that Zoe is gonna finish his career as a Laker. I feel like he's. No, I, don't gonna, think so I feel like he's gonna move on from the Lakers probably in about. Three years, if three not months. less. <laughs> three months, <laughs> if not less. So I feel like Zoe actually is gonna prosper elsewhere. And I think if you put him 
with a great scorer and let him control the offense, like really be the primary ball handler, not with LeBron. Yeah. I think it'll be much better for his career, and then it'll calm down LeVar too. And I think because L.A. is just too much right now, I think he's got to be in another place. And I think, to me, Zoe's going to be a phenomenal player, I think, when he <laughs> matures a little bit. Phoenix. Phoenix could work. Him and Devin Booker would be solid. Booker, Aiden. That would be solid because he could get him some nice touches, Aiden over there. I ain't gonna lie. Phoenix better do something, man, for that boy Booker split. Yeah, they better pray for John Morant. They better pray. Um, moving on. Six man of the year. Six man of the year. I'm gonna go Louisville. It's a runaway race. It's a that's runaway race. I think that's pretty much I think yeah, that's I unanimous I, over here. <laughs> I think because um, he broke the all-time bench scoring record this year for, for most uh, uh, all-time. And, um, I mean, he's just been balling all year. He's another reason why the Clippers are in. I mean, you got to give Lou Will silky yeah, smooth Lou Will. And how many games has he closed this year, Lou Will? He's like, he's like Jamal Crawford 2.0. Mm. 2.0? 2.0. Jamal on crack, boy. Mm. He's amazing to me. Wow, so you think Lou Will is better than Jamal Crawford? Listen, they, after he's retired, they might as well give the six-man award the Lou Will award. Mm. I won't be bad that. at that. I won't be bad because he's about to win another one. So no six-minute year love for D-Rose? Nah. No, let me tell you, I wanted, I wanted to give it to D-Rose, but... Okay. They didn't make the playoffs, man. If they would have made the playoffs, uh, I would have gave it to D Rose. Okay. Well, I mean, Lou Will has had the most impact out of anybody off the bench. Like, easily. I think that's just a landslide. But I'll give my honorable <clears throat> mention. Mm. I mean, if if it if Lou Will wasn't having the, the spectacular season that he was having this year, um, I would I would have gave it to Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay. Oh, that's a bet. That's a nice choice. That was my favorite. On, but Lou Will is just out there killing so much. I can't mm. give it to Spencer Dinwiddie, man. Okay, but okay. Dinwiddie's, I like him, man. He be closing games. Nah, he's hooping. He's hooping, Levert, man. They definitely hooping over with the Nets. Um, moving on now, fellas. I don't know who I want to start here with this. <laughs> Most disappointing player this season. Who you fellas thought would be better? Remo, I'm going to start with you because you over there a little quiet. Who's your... Oh, boy. <laughs> I need to, sh- I need to, sh- I need to stretch for this one. <laughs> Most disappointed. Who is it, brother? Listen, listen, listeners. Oh, please prepare. The family. Okay. The most disappointing player that I've come with has got to be Mr. Russell Westbrook. Oh. Talk about it. Spice. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, I've been thinking about this for the last about a week or so. And I said, ah, this guy's averaging the triple-double. But look, Again. look past the pure numbers face value. Mm. All right? He's averaging 10 assists and five turnovers. <laughs> Wait, he's averaging five turnovers? Five turnovers. <laughs> all right? He's shooting 28%. Five turnovers? From three. 28% as your point guard from three and 65% from the free throw line. Yikes. That's not great basketball. That's not... You know what? You know that's his man. Aside from his pure athleticism and his energy, wow. as a skilled player, it's very disappointing to watch him. He doesn't know when to shoot. Mm. He holds the ball and passes until he has to pass the ball. Mm. It's, I, can't, it's, I can't say that about him this it's year. Dis- not this year. Maybe listen, year listen. I, hold on, I'm not finished. Mm. I'm not finished. <laughs> Let me finish. Smoke. Let me finish. 
addition by subtraction was supposed to be the theme for this year, correct? <laughs> yeah, I know what it is. Going okay, on. okay. We got rid of we got rid of my oh, man. Oh man, I see, I see what. Right? It is. Oh, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. We ain't done. Three to the head. Listen, three. It, it ain't even about that though. Oh man. Think about just it though. Send him overseas. Just, man. just, just, just. I hear you. I'm just. listening. Rewind. I'm here. It I'm ain't here. even about that factor. You got rid of one player, correct? You yes, replaced them. One player. <laughs> but listen, listen. Talk about it. Yo, these dudes here, yes. Yeah, Yo, listen. Oh, I'm crying. It's oh. mad bias over here, yes. <laughs> but but listen, you got rid of one dude. You got you got a couple other pieces now to work with, right? Yeah. Last year you finished off in the fourth seed. Mm-hmm. You got addition by subtraction. You got more players. Dennis Schroeder, a way better point guard than a Remain. Raymond, Raymond Felton <laughs> Ramon <laughs> Felton You know what I'm saying Raymond. You got Nolas Noel To come back up your center in Adams mm-hmm. You got a better You got a better team Better overall roster You're saying Why are you in 6th place You were in 8th place last week First of all They're in 7th right now I believe but, uh, What's I, going on yeah, Again they're in the west Hold on I'm not even finished Hold on George injury kind of hurt them Listen brother mm. This is your This is your MVP The year prior Correct He's averaging triple double. Yeah. His, his efficiency rate is amazing. But this, why do you why do you feel like he's disappointed because of team success or because how he or Russell is individually playing? I'm getting it. Mm. One individually, he hasn't advanced as a player to me. What? Mm. With his time in the league, the numbers don't mean nothing to me mm. as far as basketball playing. He hasn't grown. So stylistically, he hasn't grown anywhere. He doesn't. Mm. He still doesn't know when to shoot towards the end of the game. You saying PG is your new leader in scoring? Number one scorer should be the so, number one. So listen. So at the end of the game, if you're shooting twenty three percent from the three point line, why are you pulling up off the dribble? That's not that's not a well, game. He, he's I always gotta, lacked IQ with shot selection. His shot lacking. selection, and he's still lacking. Mm-hmm. So he's you don't feel lacking. like he's disappointing at all, Dom? We are OKC fans. Uh, aside from me being biased, okay, I feel like he's improved as a leader this year. He's given he's given Paul George the keys to take those last shots and, and he's proven it. You've seen Paul George hit game winning shots this year. Well, he definitely took a that step up in that way. He took a step up in that way as far as knowing when to give up the ball a little bit because he did give Paul George a lot of game winning shots. Getting his, getting his shots. Uh, Nolan's um, Jeremy Grant is getting his shot. I, mm-hmm. I see him sharing the ball a lot more. The turnovers I have an issue with. I have a that's big always, issue with those that's turnovers. Always been an issue with, with Westbrook. The shot selection is still there, but I I think he he doesn't his IQ picks up more in the fourth quarter than it and as opposed picks to years up? past. Yeah, I I believe so. Are you watching the game? Of course, I watch the game. Okay. I mean, I, picks up. I don't know if I could say he's picks not, up. I would say he's not taking those same crazy shots that he he still takes those shots, but, but you, not you know why? That's because to, that's because he, the the Russell Westbrook bar was set so low as far as shot selection with him that now you the, he's still doing those those dribble pull ups uh, with two minutes left that. and a minute and a half left and instead of controlling the offense and running a play sometimes. Sometimes he just bulldozes himself into the into the lane at times definitely, when he definitely I but I feel like but he's, he's a work in he, progress. I, exactly. It's a work in progress. It's like it's it's all I've asked how, for. How long you been in the league? True. That's ten my years issue. Now, true. And, and, and the, now. The, the rest of me saying that it might be time to walk away from this man. Mm. Listen, listen, listen to my logic on this. Nice. 
you have him, Harden, KD, right? They made the they made the conference finals. finals. They, they went to the finals, actually. Sorry about that. Harden leaves. KD now, right? Him and KD, they make the conference final, correct? Mm-hmm. KD's gone. They lose the first round. This year, same shit. They might be, they playing, who, who right now they playing? The Rockets? To play the either, Rockets. either Rockets or the Nuggets. It might be another go-home season. So now, everybody else left, and you still can't get the, the win that you look, can't get out the first round anymore? Mm. Well, that's time. my issue with Russell Westbrook, that he's not being held accountable for these first-round losses. Might be time, brother. And this is going to be another season, depending on where you finish now. I mean, depending on what seating you at, it could be a problem here as well. If they play the Nuggets, I think they got a chance. If they play Houston, they going out in five, six, I don't, six. I, I disagree with that. Okay, I, I know you're gonna hate. <laughs> of course, there you go. Hold on, but but with, but with a two hundred million dollar price luxury tax on their head. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just let, let's go on to Damo's most disappointing <laughs> yeah, player. Oh, my disappointing player. Apologize. <laughs> Apologize. <laughs> Damo, who is your most disappointed player this season? <clears throat> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start off with uh, oh, Wiggins. Start off. <laughs> I'm gonna start off with Wiggins. I would. I would have figured he would have stepped up a little bit more after Jimmy Butler left. Mm. But in other words, it was Carl Anthony Towns stepping up. He's. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with, with Wiggins, man. I, I thought he, I. I seen him being like a star player. You know, mm. he averaged like 24, like two, two seasons ago. He did. And then he just had a major drop off ever since. I don't know if he's like having a mental issue or, or what. I don't. Disappointing to me. Mm. The. I got, I got Jason Tatum in there, mm. but that's kind of not his fault because they got too many good players over there. It's so just, you think it's he just a product of uh, too many cooks? I always say too many cooks in the kitchen. There's too many egos over there. If it was just him and Kyrie, it'd be a different story. Mm. Okay. I got the whole Washington Wizards all together. <laughs> <laughs> With the exception of Bradley Bill. A biggest disappointment, man. Good Lord. John Wall, man. He, he, I don't know. John Wall, John Wall really disappointed even me. Even before he went down with the injury, it was just like, come on, man. You know, they. I, I, I seen them being like a fourth seed in the East. Mm. They just had a horrible season. But my pick for most disappointing, I'm going to go with Ben Simmons. Oh my lord! Wow, I'm gonna go with Ben Simmons. That's a lot of, that's a lot of hot takes in here tonight. <laughs> wow, Damo. Ben Simmons for my most disappointed man. I mean, wow. What is this? His third year now. Yep. In the league. Yeah. And you still ain't got no shot, or even a developing shot, or, Nothing, or... <laughs> he t- he tried to take a three pointer. Yeah. Right. But that's. I, I I need to see more I, from this guy. Man. I I agree with you there, Dama, because he he was I was really struggling with my most disappointed player because it was either between him or LeBron to me. I felt like, <laughs> but when I say disappointed with LeBron, I mean LeBron didn't advance his game in any way. I, I wanted him to oh, become attacking of LeBron, or, you know, assassin LeBron this year with all these fake playmakers, but he didn't do that. But that's neither here nor there, and he made the playoffs. Um, but Ben Simmons, man, I. I I was saying before, I, I I felt like I was jumping over the bridge by saying this, but I really feel like him and Embiid, they kind of need to split. I think we, me and you were talking about this earlier. Um, I feel like maybe next year or the year after, maybe... They should split? They should split Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons because the places that they both occupy, the same parts of the floor. Yeah, and it's like... And I feel like with, with Ben Simmons as your anchor, your team, you have to build a certain team around a Ben Simmons. You got to surround him with shooters and have the ball in his hands all the time. The same way they have LeBron. They need to build a team exactly in that fashion around Ben Simmons. So I feel like 
with Joel needing those needing those touches. You got Tobias over there needing those touches. You got Jimmy Butler over there needing some touches. Ben Simmons, it might be a little problem for him, and I feel like that could be. He didn't ex- expand his game in which I needed exactly. him to do. Numbers still a little sexy, but it's not good enough. I feel like he just relies too much on his <clears throat> athleticism and and you know physicality too much. He, mm-hmm. Like he feels like I ain't got to work on my jump shot. Yeah, you know? I'm a little I disappointed in that way. That, that ain't gonna work in today's NBA. Exactly. It's not. You gotta have a shot. You're just gonna get Rondo's. I don't think they. I don't think they should move on from him. Though. Mm. Like, think it's too I, much. I think they just need a point guard. They need to move him off and the then point move guard. Him. Make him a swingman. I would be mad at that. Or a power but can he be a swingman, though? He needs the ball in his hand. He's a natural point. Like a, head. Like, like a diving... Give him, like, you know, like a, a natural swingman. Like, you know, just finish If he doesn't, if he doesn't have the ball in his hands, then what is he going to do? Spot up in the corner? Who's going to respect that? That's, That's the problem. He should be a power forward. Remember how big he is, though? Two, two dribbles from the free throw line. He's at the bucket. True. True indeed. They got to figure out something. They need a better coach. I think Brett Brown is... I think they got to upgrade there a little bit. You think so? I, I think the, the answer over He's there. a good leader, but his 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 X's and O's are not good. His X's are not good. I see the same plays that they run dribble handoffs all day, every day to, to J.J. Redick or Joel Embiid over and over and over and over and over again or isolate for Jimmy Butler. That's all they do. I kind of like IT going over there, too. I wouldn't be mad at for that. For some reason. That's not Isaiah bad. Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. Not bad. Um, surprising player this season. I'm going to start off here. I got to go with Blake Griffin. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Blake Griffin has really impressed me this year as a whole with his play. I think he's finally maturing into a leader that um, um, leader and, and expanding his game. And he's finding out where to, where to be the most effective, where to be the most effective in, in different parts of the floor. And we all know he raised his three-point shot tremendously this year. He's really hitting those threes and step-back threes. Yeah. I think he had nine threes the other day in, in, in a game. And I really like what he's doing with this this Detroit Pistons team. Him and Dwayne Casey, I think, is a nice combo. But they need a better point guard over there around Blake Griffin. And they need a little bit more pieces around him. And I just like how Blake himself has been playing this year. I think he has a renewed confidence. And I'm hoping they get in to the playoffs. And he needs to secure that eighth spot and hold on to that eighth spot. Because I want to see what Blake can do. I got some, uh, uh, some high hopes for Blake in the playoffs. I think he could do some damage. Uh, Remo, I'm going to start with you. Most surprising player? Um, Most surprising player, I went with uh, Zach Levine. Oh, okay. And I went with Zach because, you know, he's post, post-ACL, post actually. And he's averaging 23. Impressive. 23. And the numbers are solid all across the board. They had a little issue with the coaching situation. Oh, yeah. But it never tailed off by his performances. Mm. And he's very clutch in, in, in the fourth quarter. He is. So I, I went with the I young Bulls are playing low key. Yeah, I like he's, yeah. he. He looks like he, he he's never been hurt. Like surprisingly, yeah. like I don't know what kind of ACL he had, but let me borrow one. <laughs> <laughs> Still dunking like crazy. Yeah, Word. that's true. Dom, my most surprising player. What about you? Reem took the words right off. The same one. Yeah, this yeah. is crazy, oh, man. Yo, 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 dog. <laughs> what is happening today? <laughs> I don't know what's going on tonight, well, I, man. I got, I got a whole. I had a whole list of okay. impressive players. I mean, I okay. got, I got Darion Fox. He, he impressed mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Randall impressed me. Dinwiddie impressed me. PG thirteen. Okay. He impressed me a lot. I did, I did not see him balling this crazy this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, another guy, Pascal Siakam. And this guy, I didn't even know who this guy was. Who that? John Collins. I think. Oh, John Collins from the Hawks. This guy. Yeah, yes. we know. 
He's balling. John Collins is, is averaging almost a double double. Yeah, I think it is a double double. Oh no, from Atlanta. Yeah, from Atlanta. Yeah, him and Trey Young. That's a nice one two punch this they got off. This dude is is all right. Free agents need to be looking at Atlanta Hawks, man. I'm a, I watch a lot of Atlanta Hawks games, <laughs> man. I do. I really like their team, man. And Kevin Herter on the low, Hooter, yeah, Herter, whatever, Carrot Top. He he could ball. He could ball. They got a nice little nucleus over there. They have there. a nice nucleus over there. I'm, I'm not mad at them. Um, MVP, fellas. The most important award. Most valuable player. I feel like this could be one of the tightest MVP races in years. Um, last three years been kind of... Last three years been pretty tight, but two of my boys are here. Uh, um, are the top two candidates for... for um, MVP, and I'm not mad if either one of them get MVP. Um, Atitakumpo, he had a, a plat- classic case of a uh, best player on the best on the best team approach this year. The Bucks are the best record in the league, and Harden has basically produced those uh, historic type numbers and unprecedented numbers when his team needed them the most. But um, how I usually pick my MVP is off of individual production, team success, and then moments for me. So those are my personal three criterias, and y'all know who I'm going with. And it saddens me to say this, even though Giannis is my man, really is my dude, Giannis. I've been calling for, I actually remember the, the beginning of the season, years. last two years I've been calling for Giannis to get MVP, and now I'm not picking him. I'm, it hurts me to say this, but I got to go Harden, man. I think Harden has been um, phenomenal this year. Um, incredible. They start, yeah. They started the the, um, the season eleven to fourteen. We were in the tenth spot. The Rockets, not in the third seed, and they could get to the two seed if the Nuggets lose the next uh, lose the next game. You never know. Um, he had thirty two consecutive games of thirty and more. Um, last two years, he's averaging thirty three, eight and six. The last two years, five fifty point triple doubles, nine fifty point games. Only the sixth player to average at least thirty five points per game in a season. He joins Jordan as the uh, only two players to average 37 and 5 and two steals in a single season. Um, and um, it's just historic, leading the league in total clutch points as well, James Harden, I think. And what he's done t- for the Rockets as a whole this year when all the injuries and everybody went out and he 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 went nuclear, he put the team on his back, he was scoring everything, averaging 40 for, I think, for a whole month. And... Um, He's been playing some D this year. You know, I watch every Rockets game. He's been playing some D. He's leading the league in deflections, and he's second in steals. So I got to give Harden some love there. And I think he just earned this year for over Giannis because of moments. I feel like Harden, to me personally, had more historic and memorable moments. So I got to give him MVP. So Reem, I'm start with you. Who's your MVP this year? Man, all of that. You all of that. The list with all of that. You look, <laughs> that's your man. I got it for Giannis too. No, no, forget Giannis. <laughs> it's not a Giannis award this year. It's definitely going to Mr. Hart in the mm. bid. One, I'm from Brooklyn, man. <clears throat> we love a dog. Mm. Move out my way. Let me show you how to get buckets. He's changed the game, bro. The most moments, like he's he's the highlight reel of every every highlight that goes on TV, mm-hmm. ESPN, YouTube, like. It's a runaway, man. He ran away with this one. I, I, I'm cool with the, with the team <laughs> look, stats. Look at Damo right I'm now. cool with the team stats, but when you say most valuable, valuable player, this guy is just, he's amazing. Mind you, CP3 missed a lot of time. They had the games. whole... Uh, Hella missed games. Mellow debacle. <laughs> they had the fight in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Capella missed time. Eric Gordon was playing like the bottom of my shoe. 
He was. You know what I'm saying? And with all of that being said, he got his team out the mud, put him on his back, and he put historic numbers up. Mm. In a league with, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't allow yeah, you to do a lot of 36 stuff. right now. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's listen, crazy. that's that's what we call dogging. <laughs> 36. Dogging. It's impressive, man. Damo. It's impressive. Oh. You know <laughs> Here we you go. It's been like six, you know, six separate times in the in the history mm-hmm. of the league, you know, uh as as far as scoring mm-hmm. uh trails goes. Uh, Will Chamberlain scored mm-hmm. like four thousand something mm-hmm. points in a season. Mm-hmm. MJ scored thirty-seven points in a season. Those two guys got a lot of scoring stuff, you know, right? Mm. We see that here with James Harden this year. Uh-oh. But you know those those times that Will Chamberlain and Jordan was doing all those crazy scoring things? They didn't win MVP that year. Mm. So I say that to say this. Mm. <laughs> I say the MVP goes to Giannis this year. Oh. Only because Harden got it last year. I feel mm. like... And okay. I, I can't... I, like you said, I mean... You just said it yourself. You know, all the numbers that Harden was doing, you can't, there's no way you can ignore that, man. I mean, I love it. If I could give it to both of them, I would. But I feel like just off to the fact that he got it last year, mm. and they, they owed him, because he, he could have got it they, the last two years. That's what I'm saying. I think I think they're going to give it to Giannis, so man. So you got Harden fatigue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean. That's what he do, man. He's a scorer. Yeah, that is exactly what he does. He got to do that. He does. I mean, Giannis is out there. I mean, in the East, he's holding. He's, he's listen, holding down. The you East take right both. Now. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's dominating his team, and he's got a lot of injuries on the squad right now, and they're still winning. And they got the best record in the league, the so you can't record, really, you can't snooze defense. at that. You can't, you can't top five offense. You can't snooze at that. He's averaging 27, 12, and six and two blocks. That's why. I mean, I'm giving him defensive player of the year because I'm not giving him MVP. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because he will not get the MVP. He will not. I mean, yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's kind of close, man. It's close. Like, they feel, might have voter fatigue, like Harden fatigue, I, and, and vote for that's Giannis. That's what I feel. Like. I mean, it's I possible. I would be surprised if, if Harden wins it, but yeah. you know how the NBA be having them. I feel like it's going to be a sympathy award for, for Giannis. It could be. It could, well, he's he's the the nicer pick. The, it's a popularity contest. Popularity contest, exactly. Um, fellas, let's move on to our All-NBA team selection because I feel like we're going to get much debate right here. I think we should start from the third team and and, and go up that way because I feel like this is where the debate is going to happen on the third team. Um, So I'm going to start off first. My third team. Guard, Kemba Walker, All-NBA third team. Kyrie Irving, my All-NBA third team. LeBron James, on my All-NBA third team. <laughs> um, Blake Griffin on my All-NBA third team. Who's your fifth man? Can I just say it for you? Who? AD? No. No? Clint Capella. Clint Capella? Clint Capella. <laughs> on the third team? On the third team. Hear me out. <laughs> when he plays, the Rockets are exponentially better. And you know why? I know a lot of people are giving it to... Harden's a nice tandem. A nice tandem, right? He's, I think, second or third in the league in blocks. Um, he's averaging a double-double. I think it's 15 and 12 or something like that this year. He, To me, I don't see why people are saying Rudy Gobert is better than Clint Capella to me because I don't feel like he is. We played Utah. The Rockets played Utah in the series. He spanked him. Gobert was not a factor. He played Carl Anthony Towns in the, in the series before. Got right through him also as well. He played the top centers in the league, and he played well. They played, He played Cousins the other day when they played the Golden State Warriors. He played excellent in that game as well. When Clint Capella is on the floor, the Houston Rockets are 
totally different team and we're a much better team. So I feel like Clint Capella has taken a leap forward this year and I feel like he's shown his worth and I don't feel like those other centers are better. You can't really tell me that they're better than him or what they do better than Clint Capella other than maybe Carl Anthony Towns. But other than that, I don't feel like there's a center definitively better than Capella. So I'm going to go with my 13. Ring, 13. We actually got a lot of similarity. Matter of fact, all the way down to the on the list. Mm. Yeah, Blake too? Yeah, I, I got Kyrie, Kimba, LeBron, Blake, and, but my fifth was LaMarcus Aldridge. Mm. Okay. Okay. You think, okay, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. It's just the Spurs, man. They just fly over my head. Yeah, they do. That's 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 why I think they should get a nod because mm. he doesn't really have a sexy player that he plays with. Mm. They still in the they still in uh in the playoff race, mm-hmm. and his numbers still relevant. His numbers is solid. Like they are, sad. they are. He's always solid, and he's all star. Yeah, Dama. What about you? Thirteen. I had everybody the same through one through four, except down to the five, which we all have somebody different. Mm. I got I got AD in the fifth spot. Why? Why are you giving it to him? He's putting up MVP numbers. AD? Anthony yeah. Davis? MVP number. He's just on a bad team. Nah. Yeah, but he, he didn't play, play enough. Games. Yeah, he didn't play. I got I, I can't give it to him because of that. He's I in street it. clothes right now, flipping fingers <laughs> off the fans. Come on, he want to get traded. He not giving his all. I can't Come I can't on. reward him for that. Nah, I got to give it to AD, man. He wow. deserves it, man. Okay, okay. All right. Second team, I'm going to start off. Who paid you off? <laughs> <laughs> for real, right? Second team. Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Nikola Jokic for me, for all my 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 second team. Reem, who's your second team? I went Lillard, mm. Westbrook, mm. EG, Kawhi, and the Jokic. Mmm. Mmm. Dama, what about you? I went the Brody. Okay. I thought you would have put him first. <laughs> no, I, I got it. I got I got I got him on on the second team. Mm. I got Dame, mm. Kawhi, KD, mm-hmm. and Jokic. Okay, same five. So the only difference. Oh wait, we all similar today. <laughs> the only difference was um you had PG on your on your second, second team. On my second. Ooh. Only reason he went second and I couldn't put him in third. He's MVP race. He's one of the names up there. Mm. So I went with him second. Okay, so then that means, damn, I didn't think we were all going to be that similar. So our first team must be Harden, Steph, Giannis. I have PG-13 and Joel and B. I got, I got, I, I got, got, I got Steph, Harden, PG-13, Greek, and B. Okay. Oh, damn. I got KD in my... You got KD instead of PG-13. Yeah. So can we say right now that... I wanted to put KD in. I wanted, as much as I, you know, I'm a KD fan. Yeah, I wanted to put KD, but I feel like PG had a better season than him. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, and he's a Golden State. Like, I I still got to knock that down a little bit, as much as it pains me. He's calmly getting that 26 a night. Like, it's not, that's just what he do. You know, he's not really. But how can you hold that against him? Because the only reason I can hold it against him is because he is one of the best players in the league, and he has only he has single coverage every night. He's the only star that can have single coverage every night, and 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 there's no consequence or none of that. PG could no 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 no. You can you can double up on PG. I'll put it to you like this. Westbrook's on your team. Yeah, I still won't leave Westbrook open. I'll put it to you like this. If you if you take PG thirteen and switch him and put him in Golden State. He'll put up the same numbers. He'll put up the same numbers. I don't know. With better defense. 
KD played deep, bro. KD, KD playing you, deep you now. Tripping. KD is a better perimeter defender than Paul George. Perimeter? Um, that's what I said. Play D. What? Yeah, I, that's did, what I said. You, you said can't go up one on neck, one D. Yeah, you not. Yeah. Wait, what? You can't go up KD neck though. He's gonna block you. I didn't say you can. He plays D though. I didn't say he doesn't. You just, you just I said, said against. I said Paul George was a better perimeter defender. I said at first you didn't say perimeter. You didn't say. Yes, that. I did say perimeter. Right. I said right. he's a better you just defender. Said he's a better defender. Well, yeah, KD is a better shot blocker. Yes, obviously he's he's fucking. He's damn near seven foot. Seven, but he's seven on, foot. But on ball defender at seven feet is a little. It's a little hard. But okay. I. Right, I mean, he's like a Giannis. Like I mean, you could say the same. I think Giannis is better than both of them as a perimeter defender. But I mean, hey. All right. So um, what about Bradley Beal? Some people got Bradley Beal on the third team. 25, 5, and 5 this year. Mm. Uh, I didn't think it's, about it. It's Can he get, o- get over Kemba or Kyrie? It's just because he's in Washington, man. Like mm. Over I, Kemba or Kyrie, anybody? Kyrie, Not for me, personally. Nah. I really like him, but... What about Ben Simmons? Nah. Nah. Mm. Okay, 16, 79. Not enough. He got, right. he got a long way to go. He got to get a jump shot, man. Mm. Like, all NBA, like, like it means he's one of the top 15. Mm. Okay. He has a glaring hole in this game that, you know, okay. keeps him out of that. Mad at that. Um, so, playoff preview real quick, fellas, because uh, the playoffs are starting soon this weekend. Who do you think, I know the seeding is not set yet, but who do we think will be the first, I mean, the most intriguing first round match? And I'm going to start off first, or if there's a team that can uh, upset a higher seed. I think the most intriguing first round matchup, if it happens, will be the Rockets versus Clippers. I think, me personally, because for me personally, there's a lot invested in that in that series. It's uh, Chris Paul going back to L.A., Doc Rivers in there is hard, and then there's a lot of bad blood in between. It's Austin Rivers also returning over there to Clippers. Patrick Beverly, uh, Montrez. There's a there's a lot of happening, and I might be over there <laughs> to go see that game. So it, it, <laughs> that to me is the most intriguing matchup if it does happen for me personally. Dama, what about you? No, my I hope it doesn't happen because I I, I want to save that for the second round. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's OKC and Houston. Mm. And I feel like they can beat Houston. You really think? Okay, <laughs> but you know the, the crazy the crazy thing about it is, is stop. They're, they're almost they're almost pretty even because four four of those are out of the two teams. Four players is in the tops and steals in the game. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul, Harden, uh, yeah, Harden, Harden, Paul, uh, Paul, Paul George, George, and Russ. They the top four in steals, so they are the it's, top it's gonna be kind of interesting, man. No, it will be an interesting matchup. I, do you think so? But if, I feel like the defense, they, they, Oklahoma City will win off a of defense. So you think Oklahoma City is gonna be Houston? I think in they the could series. clamp them down. <laughs> I think they could clamp them down. Oh, You're probably gonna catch a hamstring attack. Ah, uh, here we go, Brody. Come on, here man. We, here we go, Remo. I, I actually did like that matchup as mm. well, but. I, I, I think I would like to really see uh, Detroit mm. and uh, Milwaukee. Mm. To, to really I see, really like that series. I, I, you know, I really want to see what Milwaukee has. Like, mm. if they have. They, you don't believe them yet. Because they've, with Giannis, they, have they ever been out the first round? Nah. Nope. So I want to see, like, like you know. This is his year. It's a different season. This is his year to get out so, the first round. You know he got to get to the conference finals to validate if he gets an MVP or not. Playoffs is what matters. It is. You know, we've seen Toronto number one and then a dud in the playoffs. So I don't you know, know what's crazy? I see Blake doing some damage in in, that, in a series like that. Detroit and uh, Milwaukee. I see Blake 
giving him some 30 and 7 and 6, 37 and 7, something like that. He and big boy drumming. He can yeah. move, he can move Brooke Lopez. And, and the uh, issue that I, I see a whole I want to see what Giannis comes out in the playoffs. Mm. That that no jump shot thing that we were talking I mean, about all episode. He's he's attempting. It's not that. a he's attempting. He's attempting. <laughs> I've, seen some, I've, I've seen a lot of in that air Philly balls. game. He made a few. I've seen a lot of air balls go up. I've seen some. I've seen those too. I definitely have. Yeah, he's doing more than Ben Simmons. I'm just saying. I, but in the playoffs, is a different. It's a different animal. Mm. Uh, final. Uh, go I got ahead. another series oh. that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. The Portland Trailblazers and the Utah Jazz. Mm. That's also that an intriguing. Very huh? interesting series there. You know, seeing Dom. Um, Dom um, Donovan Mitchell and uh, Dame go at it. That one is a toss-up. That would have been interesting if... Uh, Nurkic didn't go Nurk- down, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, Cantor does fill in well. Cantor does fill in well, he but... Play. He doesn't He doesn't defend at all, though. Who do y'all have in that series? Portland and Utah. Mm. It's tough. That's tough. That's it de- tough it depends if CJ's back. If CJ's CJ back, is back. He's back. But he, he played he limited back. minutes. Okay. If... Uh, that's what I'm saying, but the playoffs are this week, so you only had a few days. I think I, I think might Portland I might go with Portland. Yeah, if they have because they're gonna have home court. Said about last year, he's gonna he's gonna come out on. I, I got Port, I got Portland in that series. Portland in a game seven in that series. I got seven games. In that. I got faith in Dame because he got to show out. He's he on make up for last year. Yeah, man. his pressure cooker. He's at a five and put up a shut up, man. Like, he can't get swept. Ever again. That's disrespectful if he does. So I think that's a very intriguing matchup. But I really want OKC to play um, Golden State in that first round. That would be nice. What about... Uh, you just want Golden State out the way. I do. <laughs> <laughs> what about Brooklyn and the I Sixers? <sighs> Brooklyn on the low Yo, plays the Sixers really well. Lowest of keys, that's very intriguing, they man. They played them really well. They do. The game last year when yeah. they played the Sixers, and, and they almost beat them. They played them well this year. They they really do. I'm I'm not gonna lie because they have the defenders. They're gonna, they gonna put them to the test. I'm gonna have to go to one of them games too. That's gonna be interesting. Oh man. Fellas, before, oh go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say finals predictions before we move on from here. Oh, you wanna go all the way with this? I wanna smoke. go. Put them on wax. Put them on wax. I'm gonna put mine on wax right now. My I mean, Damn, you know I got. Up, man. Ain't no toss up for me. Put me on the put me on the spot. Finals predictions, fellas. I'm gonna put it on wax. I got the Houston Rockets, see you in June, in the NBA Finals as the NBA champions against. <sighs> this one really tore me in the East because I really don't know. But I think if I think everyone comes back the way they should, hopefully by the second round, I'm gonna go to Milwaukee Bucks. I think there's gonna be a Bucks versus Rockets. Finals this year because I got faith in Giannis that he will put up this year, and I think if they play the Celtics in the second round, I think they, I think they could do something. I'm pulling on my heartstrings with the Bucks, but they gotta have Browning back, and I gotta see Miritich back. That's the only reason I'm a little bit scared about that pick. But if they're back by the second round, I got the Bucks and the Rockets in the finals. Mm, I see them faces, <laughs> Domo. Go to you. Finals prediction. Who you got on wax? Man. First of all, we all know who's going to win the championship, realistically. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Golden State is going to win the championship. Here we go. Who they're going against now, that's the problem for me. I, I, that was hard for me to find. East you know, is to tough. Out. But, man. I know. Because it's like each, like the three teams, um, you know, Bucks, Raptors, and Philly, 
They 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 each got a weakness. They all got a weakness. They all evenly matched those top Bro, four. I, I got I got Philly, man. I got Philly going mm, to the finals. I'm not yo. I got Philly going to the finals, man. Mm. They got a they got a nice starting five, a legit starting five. They, and they played like how Boston was supposed to be playing. I know. I'm scared of Philly though, man. They they're the, they're the most top think, C turvy team. They can go really I high or really low. Show out this year. I think he, I think he, he really can. Carry them. Mm. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at, at, at the Sixers. Hey, we all know the Raptors. Dude. I just feel, I just don't believe in them, man. <laughs> Even with Kawhi. Even with Kawhi. Mm. I think I the Raptors are a lot better this year, though. They are definitely a lot better. I I, I believe I in Kawhi. Believe I don't him, believe man. in Lowry. Um, Remo. We don't know what his. We just we don't, we don't know what Kawhi's <laughs> head is at. We don't know what his head is at. Just, don't know if he want to stay there or if he want to leave. Mm. That's why I, I won't give it to the Raptors. Remo. You just you just you just had to put me in the hot seat. Mm. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start with the East. Mm. I think coming out the East, I think the Boston Celtics are gonna get it together. Mm. I think they're gonna figure it out. Haywood is playing way better. Mm-hmm. And then in the West, I'm gonna have to statistically, I'm gonna have to go with Golden State. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. This guy said statistically. <laughs> They have more. What does that this is mean? What they play for. That's just what they play for yeah. all season. No, the season doesn't really matter to them. And they got they got a five superstar players Son. in the starting lineup. Come on. Son, it's the Rockets year. I'm telling you, we're deep. All right. A 10 or 11 deep. You don't think that we could beat the Warriors in a series when we already beat them three yeah, out of four? Do you hear the anger in his we voice? already beat them. <laughs> do you hear it? <laughs> Do you hear it? I wish I had an R. Kelly sound effect. <laughs> Jesus. I'm I mean, you no. Know, AD is a different animal, man. He is. And we and we faced him last year. He was there last year. He was there last so year. I believe in the this Rockets. Is, this is a I believe in the Rockets a hundred percent. To this day. Damn, I need that too. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Alright, but listen. Rockets. The bro. only the only reason I lo- I like the Rockets. I love the Rockets, actually. I like watching them. They're deep. I don't trust the Pringles, man. I mean that's Achilles. Yeah, I, that's I, one. I hear you there. And, I hear and, that. and if you make the plan to try to lock down Harden, I can't say who's going to be my second score over there. Mm. And that's that's really that's for D'Antoni to adjust now, and I don't see him doing that. Well, D'Antoni does. Tony doesn't make adjustments. It's really Chris Paul making adjustments. Honestly. Chris Ball is the coach on the floor, and he makes. And I just feel like you know, I feel like Houston relies on the three too much, and I just feel like that's gonna kill them again. Golden State <sighs> don't have to rely on the three; they can yeah, kill but, you inside, but Houston, mid-range, and on the outside. Houston doesn't have to rely on the three; they choose to shoot the three. That's that the to problem. Me, yeah, but they choose to shoot it. Sometimes they go in, and sometimes it doesn't. Doesn't, but they're better defensively. They're the second best defensive team in the league since the All Star break. Number two. I just feel like they're going to have... We got perimeter defenders. They're going to have that one bad game because they're pretty much going to line up with Golden State. But the thing is that with Golden State, we force Golden State to play our way of basketball. And that's a problem. We're one of the few teams that can force Golden State and make them a little bit uncomfortable. And I think that with Boogie there, I think the more shots that Boogie takes, the less shots that Steph Curry takes, the less shots that Klay Thompson takes, the less shots that Kevin Durant takes. If Boogie's taking 20 shots, that's 20 shots away from those boys. And to me, I like that because those are twos over threes. And I'll take it. If I'm the Rockets. And I think that Capella could defend him. I don't think I'm not that worried about Boogie Cousins at all. I'm not worried about Draymond at all. 
And Boogie comes, I'm not that worried. I'm worried about KD, I'm worried about Clay, and I'm worried about Steph. And the more shots they take, and the less shots those are gonna, those guys are going to be taking. And then they're going to become just average great scorers because it's not going to be as many opportunities for them to be the players that we know they are. There's not going to be a Steph 50-point game because you got to take enough shots to get 50. I love when you talk about Houston. Hey, man. He gets so angry. Yeah, I'm here. Listen, I'm here. Next episode, I'm in New Jersey. I'm here. Um, Crossover segment, fellas. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. Ah, to close out the show, season awards. Throwing out player comparisons. Our brothers ask the GM, and they tell me who they would take out of the two in their prom if they were building a team. I got two on the table. <clears throat> Are you taking a prime Lou Willville or a prime Ben Gordon? Mm. Mm. Think about Ben Gordon. Chicago Bulls, UConn. Oh, think about it. Look at the career stats, fellas. It's so identical. It's ridiculous. Ben Gordon, 14 points per game. Lou Will, 14 points per game. Two rebounds for both. Two, uh, two assists for Ben, uh, three assists for Lou Willville, 43% from the floor, 42% from the floor for Lou Willville, one time six man of the year for Ben Gordon, two times six man of the year for Lou Willville. I see both of y'all faces right now. Talk to me. Talk about it. <clears throat> Talk to me. Who wants it first, Ben Gordon or Lou Willville? I'll go, go first. Damo, who you got, brother? That's a very interesting one, man. Think about Ben Gordon. Oh, I know Ben Gordon very well. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, man. Mm. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out who I would go. I, man, that's tough. Both of them tough scorers. Same size, too. Similar size, similar skill set. Both can score easily. I think I'm going to go with Ben Gordon, man. Oh! I'm going to go with Ben Gordon. Okay, okay. Because at, at, at his time... It was it was kind of his team. Mm. He was the man. He was the leading scorer off the bench. Lou, Lou Willville never really, you know, got that got a chance to to be that guy. Right now, but he's I'm averaging 24, starter, though, 23 as a starter. Mm. Ben Gordon was a starter at <clears> that point. It was him, Nucioni, Andres. <laughs> they had, I think they had like a legit four on, on that team back mm-hmm. then. But I'm. Yeah, I'm, we're struggling. I'm, I'm gonna go with Ben Gordon, man. Mm. That was a t- that was one of the toughest ones you ever gotten on a above the rim, man. Mm. I give you that one, Remo. Who you got, brother? I'm so glad you went first. Mm. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with Lou Will. Mm. Tell me why, sweet Lou. I think he just embraced that role so much, mm. and you know what you're gonna get from him out of that role. And me bringing him in, and you know, like I, I'm giving you the reins for the second unit. I just, I just like Lowell. Mm. Yo, their, their games are that's very the, identical. The numbers man. are crazy though. Very. I, I can't believe how I, how I thought of Ben Gordon. I was like, who can I compare Lowell to? I was like, oh, I popped that in my might, head that, today. That might be one of the toughest that's, ones. Yeah, ever. that might. Yeah, but I think I think. Damn, I really can't crazy. decide on. I yeah. really can't decide on that. So I, games are very similar. I guess I gotta break this tiebreaker then. We gotta yeah, break brother. that tiebreaker, man. I'm going Ben Gordon, fellas. Ooh. I'm going Tell Ben Gordon. Why, it is. I don't even know why I'm it's, Ben it's, Gordon. It's so tough. I gotta give it to Ben Gordon because <clears throat> he had multiple seasons averaging over 20 <clears throat> off the bench. He he won the Sixth Man of the Year his rookie season. 
he run a six man of the year. The first time and the only time it's ever been done that a six man of the year was by a rookie. Mm-hmm. And when he was on them Bulls team, he was getting you over 20. And and remember when they had a couple of those... The Boston killer. Was, yeah, the Boston killer. I was about to say, in those Boston series, he used to light us up for 50 so many times against Ray Allen and Ray John. He used to kill Ray John Rondo all the time, matter of fact. And um, Ben Gordon, man, it, it's really tough. And because I got a soft spot for Ben because of UConn, my favorite college, and um, we did win that tournament champion and uh i got a soft spot for yukon yukon guys but um louisville is my guy too man i really like louisville i shout out louisville anywhere man man. it's tough but ben gordon by the slightest hair the slightest hair i'm going ben gordon tough can't be mad at that man those those their games are very identical i can't point out what they do different nah they both dynamite scores. I think Bengal is probably a better three-point shooter, maybe. I don't know, because Blue Will be pulling up, he too. He do, he do. With game winners. Blue Will got better handle. They both clutch. Ah, yeah. They both clutch. Think about it. They both clutch. I mean, Ben Gordon is a little more beefier. Yeah. He was a little bit bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> um, so, moving on, fellas. Are you taking a prime Paul Pierce? It's been much Uh-oh. in the news. <laughs> Paul Pierce. I'm not going on D-Wade. I'm not going on D-Wade. He, he does, has an argument, though. He does, does. have an argument, but I'm going with D-Wade in that. Um, Paul Pierce or Prime Vince Carter. Hmm. I'll give you the career stats. Paul Pierce, 19 points per game, five rebounds, three assists, one steal, 44% from the floor, one-time champ, one-time finals MVP, 10-time All-Star. Vince Carter. 17 points per game, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, 43% from the floor, eight-time All-Star, Ricky of the Year. Remo, I'm going to start with you. Got prime Paul Pierce, prime Vince Carter. Building the squad, who you taking? Um, Aside from the highlight factory, I'm going to go with Paul Pierce. Mm, tell me why. I just think at one point in time, Paul Pierce had that it factor to want the ball at the end of the game. Mm. Where I felt, you know, I was always mad at Vince Carter because he never played with fire to me. Mm. Like towards the end of the game, and you know that's he's got a lot of game winners. He do. No, I mean Vince I, Carter was clutch. I mean over a career, he just I like, must have forgot. He, he made me mad sometimes because he never played with that anger, you know that passionate Kobe Bryant type mm. of feel. I never really seen it come out of so him. He was like, a little lackadaisical, I guess. I, maybe because it came so natural to him that he was jumping over everybody, but like as far as like willing his team with passion, I never really seen it out of him. Mm. And for for Paul Pierce to be not as athletic, he, he found a way to win. Mm. And you know that's why you know. Okay. Go. Damo, what are you taking, brother? I think he's being a little too harsh on on VC, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna have to go with the truth as well. No, mm. not being biased because he is one of my favorite players. But um, oh, I forgot about that. You like yeah, Paul Pierce? I like Paul Pierce, man. Um, I'm gonna go with him because I, I feel like uh, I can't really even say because yeah. their games are kind of identical in a way too. You know, the, it's a Paul matter Pierce, of preference. Paul Pierce can back. He can back you down. He can get a little fadeaway shot. VC could do the same thing. VC just a little more athletic. But little, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Paul Pierce, man. Mm. Mm, okay. I'm go Pierce. So, I got to school you fellas. I'm going Vince Carter on this one. Mm. I'm going Vince Carter. I think to me, I mean, it was tough too, but I think to me, Vince Carter is the more 
dynamic player to me because of his athletic ability I guess you can say that but to me I feel like I'm getting a little bit more with Vince Carter I mean even though I feel like Vince Carter is still a, a underrated scorer all time because I feel like he's not even mentioned when it comes to like maybe the top 10 scorers all time or top shooting guards top 20 top 20 I, I consider Vince a top 10 scorer all time to me if you go he's, yeah. right, he's like right below Melo Melo I got top 5 but so I mean, I, got, I mean, numbers wise. Well, numbers wise, yeah, they're very similar. Numbers wise, I got Vince Carter as a top ten scorer. I gotta see the list again. Top ten or top fifteen? But I, I, I really a think lot of great scores. there was a lot of great scores, and Vince Carter was one of them. He was one of them. So I, I feel like I got him as a better scorer than Paul Pierce. In in in, in my rankings, to me, Vince Carter's a better scorer. I don't care if if. Paul Pierce has more points, which I don't even think he does. I think Vince Carter's higher than him. I don't know. No, but I definitely believe Paul. Think Pierce Paul Pierce has is more. higher? Yeah, could be. Um, he's, but he's been a solid 24, 25. But then he had a he had a lot of years. A lo- the last five or six the years. Last five or six. But, but that Vince bring- Carter's been like that for the last eight. <laughs> he's been. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But he's still getting you like what eleven points per game or something like that. It's still decent for a forty-year-old. I think I think he's giving you ten. I don't think he's giving. He was no, nah, that's too much. Was. Okay, too much. Maybe seven. Yeah, I think I don't like think he's seven. doing that much. I know he plays like twenty minutes tonight, but I don't care. I'm taking Vince Carter over Paul Pierce. I, I, to me, I want a more dynamic play, and I think Vince Carter was a better shooter to me personally. So a better shooter? I think he's a better shooter to me. Better three point shooter. Paul Pierce had that nice mid range at the top of the key. He did, and he was clutch that too. That was automatic. Step back, automatic. He did. He had that little broken foot step back. <laughs> he did have that little slow broken ass. <laughs> he could have it. He could have it, but it was I'm, effective. And he it was, was sneaky, athletic. He'll dunk on you too. It was. He was. I mean, he had some. Battles with Al Harrington. You know? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, man. Come on, man. Right, yeah, but, hey, man. I got double P, man. Okay. I'm not mad at that. So, fellas, you know we in for a hell of a playoff ride. Oh, yeah. I'm you, ready, man. You know y'all fellas got to come back for another uh, playoff uh, round table. Definitely. And are you seeing any upsets or anything like that in the first round? Or are you keeping a, a higher seed first round? Uh, I think I think I don't know. It's pretty much set to me. I, I just don't believe in uh the Nuggets. I don't. I don't. Know. Oh, I never believed in Nuggets, but I know a lot. Wait, do you okay. believe in the Nuggets? You're a Nuggets guy. Nuggets. Not if they're going against OKC. If they're going against OKC, I'm picking OKC. If they're going against if San Antonio, against San Antonio, they could. I think they could beat them. But San Antonio's beating them. I think more times than they've beaten them this year. I believe. Popovich has a nice game plan for Jokic. You know, low key. I wouldn't be surprised if Indiana knock out Boston if they if they meet. Wow. Now that'll be a hot take. You really got an Indiana <laughs> fetish, yo. What's up with this dude in Indiana? <laughs> yo, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they have, you know, Boston discombobulate over there. I mean, that would be an all-time fail. We believe. Mm. <laughs> that'll be interesting, man. That'll be interesting. Um appreciate you fellas for joining me, man, once again for another episode, episode 90, fellas. Uh, the playoffs about to be sticky, man. I must have started getting into the season episodes, doing stuff like that. So that's about to be more interesting as well. So, family, that's Above the Rim, episode 90. And we out. Uh...